a priest that's kind of like, okay, I'm done with this shit. You know, I, I, my life has kind of been taken over by this and I'm ready to be done. And, and this is the last one I'm going to do, of course, since the name last exorcism. Oh, shit. But, you know, that's where it came so from. So it's like, yeah. So it's like, yeah. Thanks, Kevin. His, appreciate his name's that. Cotton, isn't it? I think, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Anyway. Well, my name's Polyester. Wow, that was a that was that was a dad joke right there. <laughs> I mean, dude, you're not even a dad. That's pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> you. You are setting it up nicely for future events, my friend. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, everybody. Welcome into another episode of It's a Horror Podcast. Thank Howdy. you guys for joining us. <laughs> There's Kevin. <laughs> Coming I'm excited. In I'm excited. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Uh, we really do appreciate you checking us out. Um, this week, we're going to look at the, the found footage uh, subgenre. Um, it's it's one of those subgenres that I really, really enjoy. Um, I know that growing up, especially like when I was younger, they really didn't exist. There was a few of them, but of course the ones that were out, I really could not even watch because I was way too young. Uh, and they were more on the, uh, the shock value side than anything else. And, but now that I'm older, I can and really enjoy them. And well, some, I guess, but there were some that I was <laughs> <more afraid. laughs> oh, yeah. but for the most part, I do enjoy them. So, uh, but anyway, but yeah, I really can't wait to get into all this and, and see what uh, what you have on your top five, Kevin, and, and share with the, the listeners what I have for, for mine. So uh, yeah, tell us, tell us a little bit about uh, just the ones that kind of got this whole thing started. So pretty much one of the first films that is known to use the found footage technique was Cannibal Holocaust. Yes. Very infamous film from 1980. You know, just a good old family fun movie that was banned in over 50 countries that contains a plethora of animal cruelty. Um, so we've got that one. We'll, we'll talk more about that later. Um, kind of one of the one that really kicked off the importance of the genre or subgenre was Blair Witch Project mm -hmm. from 1999. Yep. Um, I'm pretty sure everyone pretty much knows about that one. It's, it's a pretty important movie in terms of, um, the found footage genre. Um, and then another one typically that kind of kicked off the more recent, the recent trend was Cloverfield from 2008. Yep. Uh, um, that's just kind of like an overview of those, but like I said, we'll mention all the movies that aren't in our top five at the end. So yep. we'll go over them in a second. Yes. Those three really are the, the godfathers of the found footage genre. And, uh, I, I do remember watching, uh, one or more of those, uh, when they first came out and it is funny because at the time when I first saw one of those films, I won't say which one, cause I'll talk about it more later but i really I, I really thought i don't know if this is gonna last i'm not sure if this first person stuff is gonna last and then after thinking about it and after watching a few more i'm like yeah this is gonna catch on pretty hard and it really did so oh really yeah glad it did. and when you watch them too it can either it can go on the flip of a coin it can either be sure. awesome or completely and utterly atrocious yeah i've seen some really shitty ones i mean oh god yeah really shitty ones and i really think that just because you can pick up a camera and film something doesn't necessarily mean you should do that. <laughs> exactly. And that's, that comes to come, that comes with the territory of this subgenre is that it can literally cater to a filmmaker on any imaginable budget. So you could have like a dollar and just throw it up in the wind and watch it get flown away. And you got yourself a found footage movie True. on the budget of $1. So, I mean, fuck yeah. it. Anyone, it's a free for all. 
Yeah. I mean, okay. Okay. In, 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 in me saying that, you know, I, I should not say that in a way to discourage people from trying to make their own films because I do encourage that big time. But at the same point, you really shouldn't just go out with a camera and try to just capture stuff as it happens. Like, you know, write a write a little script about it, you know, kind of have an idea what you're going to do because I've seen some that actually look like someone just said, all right, I'm going to take a camera and I'm going to start videotaping people and then see what happens. And it really doesn't turn out well. <laughs> yeah. Use your noggins, people. Exactly. Exactly. Plan it out. You know, write, write something down. Damn, oh, yeah. anything. Just an outline, bullet points, you know, something. Yeah. But, but I'm uh, really excited to talk about this this week because all of the episodes we've done prior, it's more so towards a specific entity or being such as vampires, zombies, demons, ghosts, what have you. With found footage, it's more of a filmmaking tool. You know, it's yeah. any of those can be in this film. It could be a vampire film, but it's a, f- a found footage film because it's in that first person documentary style or something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it. Very true. Like you said, it's it's a subgenre with a subgenre inside of it already, and I think that's really. Uh, I love, like I said, I loved when it came out, but I thought this won't last because of the way it was filmed. But I thought, you know, yeah, this is going to take off, and I'm so so glad it did because uh, there's so many great films, which we're going to talk about in a minute, um, that have come about and have really kind of rewritten a lot of history for the horror genre in itself. Oh yeah, people got very creative with it and really turned it into places that a lot of people didn't think they would go to. Exactly, and I'll, and that's that's fantastic because horror is always looking for a new avenue to, to go down, and this was one of those things that, that you know, like, and some people you know just hate it; they just don't like the you know the found footage genre at all. But I mean, exactly. I guess to each own, you know. But that's what kind of you know makes us uh, individuals, I guess. So yeah, it's a very new thing too. Um, yeah, we we both love movies from all throughout history, mm-hmm. and then kind of comprising the lists this week it just kind of seems like all of these movies are either within the past decade or two with no mentions prior it's a very new technique in terms of uh filmmaking right so i like i said it's i don't and i looking back especially i don't think this would have been pulled off well you know in the 50s or the 60s you know <laughs> and just you know and i guess with a few of the films we're going to talk about i'm sure that you know there are a few that exist but it really did take off in like the last 20, 30 years. So it's and, uh, rightfully so because you know, cameras got smaller. It was easier to film. <laughs> of course, nowadays with phones, you know, you can go yeah. on the phone and catch anything. So it's, um, it, it is a lot easier to, to capture that first person fine footage feel. Uh, he's a lot easier than carrying a big ass camera. You know, <laughs> yeah, being fucking like, obvious. I just imagine Tim, the cameraman from 1950 lugging around this, <laughs> this big ass 80,000 pound camera is like, well, I'll get the shot. <laughs> is that a dolly? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. I can't go over this. I can't go outside with this damn thing. What Don't do worry, mean? guys. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious, man. <laughs> I can picture that right now in my head. I know. Um, all, right. all right. Well, uh, okay. I, we kind of covered everything. So let's, uh, let's just get right into our top fives. And I'm really anxious. Like I said, we see every week, you know, I don't know what, it, what Kevin's going to pick and he doesn't know what I'm going to pick. So this is truly going to be a, uh, a surprise for both of us. So, uh, yeah. All right. All right, dude. Why don't you uh, hit us up with number five? Five. All right. So I've got The Pyramid from 2014. Mm-hmm. Now, if you look this movie up anywhere, it has shit reviews. Mm-hmm. But just kind yeah. of, this is kind of one of those movies where, at least in my opinion, you just kind of have to throw those to the side and just enjoy the movie for what it is. Um, have you seen this one? 
I have not. And I was just about to say, are you sure you don't want to say this for your shit pick? <laughs> no, no. I, I like this one. I liked it. But then again, I like Demon Win too. So. Yeah, let's not talk about that. Let's, <laughs> I'm going to bring let's it up every episode. Die with the demons, dude. Every let's episode. Not, let's not say that again. <laughs> okay, anyway. So this movie, The Pyramid, it's about this group of archaeologists. They uncover a three-sided pyramid. Now, I don't know if you know this, but only four-sided pyramids exist. Right. So they found this kind of three-sided pyramid, and there was a lot of mystique to it, like, ooh, what's going on here? So they end up going under, and then they get trapped. It's like one of those claustrophobic movies. Um, you know, they have a cameraman down there with them to kind of document it and what's going on. And, and there's some decent creatures in this place. I'm not going to mention it and ruin it anything um, for you, but it's, it's, a, it's a fun little movie. And uh, like I said, it's, I don't really think it's deserving of a lot of the bad reviews it's got. But I mean, hey, what can you do? And also, yeah. I also learned that there's, you know, the Sphinx in Egypt. Well, I learned that, that Sphinx cats originated in the 1960s through selective breeding. So it's a relatively new cat. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I like, yeah. I like I like to hear about cats. I'm a, I'm a big, I'm a recent cat oh, lover. God. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm can't wait to get some uh, some cats in the, in the house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm a cat daddy. I got you are, man. That's the best. Yeah. You guys, the best man. <laughs> shucks. All right, yeah, yeah, shucks. <laughs> what All you right, got? Um, well, you come out with you come out of the gate really hard here, man. With that, <laughs> I mean, that pick. you really did. You came out with a blast, and now I'm thinking, okay, maybe I should rethink my top five. But fuck it, uh, my number five is Cloverfield. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So, uh, yeah, this. What's funny is, is like I told you, you know, I, I remember when these movies start first coming out. This is one of the ones that I remember the most, and. I remember the hype around this movie. It was oh, it's nuts, man! I mean, J.J. Abrams had just come off Lost, and everyone was so excited about you know, oh, you know, the guy that Lost is doing the new found footage film, and it was so mysterious. Like it was, I remember going on a website. They put a website out that you had to like find through different avenues or something like that, and it was it was really the coolest thing. That the social marketing on it was just fantastic. I really couldn't understand, you know how they would actually incorporate this into the movie, but they really did a good job. Um, JJ is one of the most brilliant minds of our time, honestly, if you have to just break it down like that, but he has just, just this view of life and just the planet and the universe in itself and how it all works together. And he almost took that and put it into this film, which I think is just fantastic. Um, and it's about, uh, it's about a bunch of, a uh, bunch of, I guess, 20 uh, somethings, they're getting together for a birthday party for one of their friends. And in the middle of that party, shit just hits the fan. Uh, the, the, everything starts shaking. And it, the most iconic shot in this whole film, I think, is the uh, the Statue of Liberty's head, you know, flying down the road. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's one of the most iconic scenes from any fine footage film. And just that one scene was like, holy shit, something's going down, and it's going down fast. It's not what you see on your average commute on a Wednesday? <laughs> no, it's not. If you see that, get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Shit's about to go south real fast. Um, but, and of course, it just follows the kids, you know, through through all the trials and what happens, you know, uh, following that. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, seriously, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> and it might come up later in your, in your picks, so I'm not going to say any more about it, but... Um, yeah, this is one of my favorite films, literally of, of all time. It's probably my top ten, just the way it's filmed and the way it. You know, it, it and and it's cool how things that are filmed in it kind of come back and kind of explain each other. And I don't really explain yeah. that either. So, which is which is fantastic because a lot of films don't do that. They just kind of let things hang out and let you kind of figure out for yourself. But 
this one, it kind of gives you hints and, and drops things and goes, hmm, maybe this is what it is, maybe it's what it's not. Oh, yeah. I think, it's, yourself, so. I think it's really important because found footage hadn't been built up to that magnitude before. No. You know, like no. when this movie came out, it was so fresh and so new. And like you said, the mystique surrounding it was so unique. And, and it created this hype that, you know, not a lot of movies see anymore. And, and it mostly paid off, too. I mean, it's a very, very good. good movie. It really did. It paid off in dividends because it's one of the, you know, the, the best. It is part, well, yeah. I was going to say something <laughs> about it, but we'll, we'll, we'll let you decide that. So, um, all right, man. Uh, okay, let's do uh, number four. <laughs> All right, so we've got Frankenstein's Army. Oh, nice. Have you seen this one? I, I have not, but I've heard a lot of good things about it. Though. Yes, so this movie is from 2013. It's pretty much a movie that's set during World War II. Um, it did the Nazi experimentation before Overlord. Um, yeah, it's basically this... I don't remember what kind of troops they are, but they kind of go behind enemy lines at one point, and then they discover a Nazi experimentation lab, what have you. And dude, these creatures in this are insane. Like they're they're so creepy and and just so like, God. <laughs> it's like when you watch them and you, you just kind of like sit there and you're like, holy shit! Like that's a thing. Like this is yeah. a thing I'm watching right now. Like it, it, it and it's <laughs> this is a thing. Yeah, and it's all practical <laughs> effects too. And it's like so yeah. these huge monsters were built for this movie, and it didn't have a huge budget at all. Like I'm watching this movie. And just kind of in awe with what they were able to come up with for this film. Like it, it, it's so good. Like I, I'm almost like speechless just trying to like talk about how cool these creatures are. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a Dutch American Czech film. So Dutch American Czech film enthusiasts, uh, enjoy. (laughs) <laughs> if, if you know some of those people, man, I, I don't know who they are. But, <laughs> don't either. I mean, this is right up your alley. Go yeah. for it. Dive head first. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, that's uh, that's that's a wrap up here on number four. I guess anything else to add before we move on? No, nah, man. That's it. Any, any any more groups to call out? Um, uh, Dutch American Czech film enthusiasts. This is one's for you. <laughs> <laughs> you get a second right. shout out. <laughs> Yeah, too. <laughs> cool, man. All right. Well, my my number four is uh, is the movie Creep from 2014, and this film, the name really does describe what this film is about because it's creepy as fuck. Uh, have you seen it before? Yeah, I actually just watched it for the first time the other night. Mark Duplass is he's a, he's a fucking weirdo. Duplass <laughs> is a beast, dude. I mean, he I don't know how he does it. But just his facial expressions and like his calmness freaks me the fuck out. He's like, innocently I, menacing. Yes, that's a perfect way to put that. Yeah, I, mean, I, I absolutely love the way that he portrays uh, his character in this because a lot of people really could have fucked this up really bad, but he plays it perfectly to the T, uh, just from start to finish. And you don't really know where he's going to go next. And here's the coolest part about this film is that this film was almost entirely improvised. No shit. Just on the spot. Yeah. yeah. Like it came from, it came from the idea of, uh, I think it was like, they said like driving in a car and driving in a car while videotaping and dialoguing uh, a trip. That's what it was based on. Damn. Yeah. So to, in order to pull that off so well, 
that blows my mind. It literally because it's it it it's like I said, it's creepy as fuck. And this is the scene where he puts that that wolf mask on. Yeah, and what was and it? He's going down the st- peach fuzz. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, I just <laughs> can't get over awesome. that name. That's awesome. But yeah, like, the dude comes on the stairs and sees him at the you know in front of that door, and honestly, you don't know whether to be scared or confused yeah. or. All these emotions go through you watching that scene and going back and watching it, I was just, it still freaked me out the, like the first time I saw it. You um, just could not tell his next move. No, throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And and just, and of course, the ending, I won't give away the ending, but the ending really does just give you this creepy feel of just like, it just makes you uneasy. It really leaves you with that really sick feeling in the pit of your stomach, yeah. which I fucking love that feeling. Uh, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a sick bastard. So. <laughs> you sick fuck. <laughs> I am a sick fuck. But, uh, but, but just, just that, that ending was just perfect. So, uh, but, and also the fact that it's improvised just makes it even better to me. So, yeah. But, um, but yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's move on uh, to, uh, let's to number three. All right, so at number three, I've got VHS. Nice. Yes, no. No, this is kind of unique in two ways because the VHS franchise is the only franchise that I'm familiar with that uses both found footage and an anthology style. Right, you're right. Now, I'm sure there's a lot of anthology films out there that have like a segment or what have you that is in the found footage style, but. Mm As far as I'm concerned, it's relatively not a common thing. So just kind of watching these, it's it's very unique. And not only that it does employ that style, but these are genuinely creepy fucking stories, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, bo- both VHS movies, VHS 1 and 2. I actually haven't even seen the third one. I don't really have a want to because typically third films and entries suck. Except Nightmare yeah, on the Street uh, and it- some other stuff, but... It's it's okay. I mean, you know, if you want to finish out the trilogy, that's great. It's it has its moments, um, but it doesn't touch the first two. I'll I'll give you that. And I, I just really think that like just these two movies really came out of nowhere too. When VHS came out, it, it was by word of mouth. There's a lot of these movies yeah. that you watch because you hear nothing but good things about, and that was totally VHS. And then once you watch it, very rarely do movies live up to the hype. You know, you have a friend that hypes up a movie and they're super excited about a certain movie and then you watch it and you're just like, eh, because it didn't live up to what they said. But this movie wow. blew did, 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 me out of the did water. You really just, did you really just act like that was not like, you know, a thing? Because like, didn't you do that with a certain movie we just discussed earlier? Oh, uh, yeah, Demon. That we, that, we, that, uh, that we will not <laughs> repeat on this show. <laughs> I will I die mean, for my love for that, Demon Wing. That, I love that. it. That, but, I mean, that, that's where the shit pick the week came from. I mean, you're, you're, you're acting like this is a new concept. You got come on now. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> you covered this before. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bite me. Uh, anyways, VHS. Yeah, dude, this is a good fucking movie. Um, speaking of fuck, apparently it is uh, used in the movie about 240 times. Really? So, oh. yeah. So yeah, my really yeah. So like Frankenstein's Army was how I sh- gave a shout out to the Dutch American Czech people out there. I'm gonna give a shout out to the people that like to say fuck. So oh, if fuck. that's your thing, watch this movie. Nice, thanks. Well, <laughs> 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 actually, that, that is one I actually forgot about for this. Oh really? I do. How <laughs> can you? Yeah. Oh man. I know, I know, but uh, it's it, but not, when you said it, I was like, hell yeah, that's a great film. But I'm I'm kind of glad that you picked it and and not me because I 
probably fuck up the description. So well, hey, there we go. <laughs> there you go. Sorry. Positives all around. So uh, exactly, exactly. So we all know uh, the VHS isn't your number three. Then what is? Uh, we're number three. Let's let's go back to one of the beginnings, uh, the Blair Witch Project. Oh. Um, I actually tried to rewatch this last night. Uh, got a little sidetracked, so to speak. But I've seen it probably four or five times. Um, and like, like Kevin said earlier, it is one of the ones that started off this whole thing. Uh, it's a lot of people thought when it first came out that it was actually real documentary footage that it actually happened. Um, it's really funny because, uh, the main one of the main characters, uh, Heather Donahue's character, uh, her mother received sympathy cards, people believing that her daughter was actually missing or dead. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, how did they get her address? That's messed up. I, I, I know. Well, it's supposed to be back then. I mean, think about how hard it was back then. I mean, now it'd be easier, but back then, that's that's pretty impressive. So, but I mean, imagine, you know, getting those things in the mail and maybe not knowing what your daughter was doing the entire time yeah. she was out. So they know? can Google and find her where her mom lives, but they can't Google and find out if this chick is still alive. And we wonder why people can't function in today's <laughs> society. Yeah, you know? Oh man! Yeah, man, that just that's uh, that's a testament to uh, just dumb shittery. But um, good lord, y'all! Yeah, I know it. But anyway, <laughs> but this this movie to me last night, rewatching the first part at least. You know, when watching when it first came out, I was a lot younger, and you know I've talked about it before. I like you know back then I was really into let's get into the the movie and get into the good stuff and let's see the witch and let's figure the stuff out. But watching it now, that first part again, just just the deep dive they take into the, the lore and the uh, just the story behind the Blair Witch and how they're asking people and it's it's such an uneasy feeling talking to people like in front of the grocery store or you know, the corner market or whatever. It's just they set it up so well. It's just a very well thought out film. And I love the way that they kind of take you down this in this slow burn trip and into hell. I mean, if you want to say it, it's actually into hell because by the time you reach the end, you have reached that point of no return. And I, I just to this day, I still love that the, the, the burn for this movie is just, it's, it's not too slow. So it doesn't lose you, but it's just slow enough to where it's very creepy and it's real realistic I mean, like I said, people bought into a hook, line, and sinker. So, you know, I think they you know, did their job very well. So, Oh, yeah. I'll never forget the moment in that movie where she's looking throughout the house. Um, and then it's either he or she. Yeah, it's been a while and, since I've seen this one. But then they go into the basement yeah. and then they see one of them just standing there staring at the wall. Ugh. Dude, that is the cre- – Yeah. I, I get chills watching that yeah, still man. to this day. It's That's one of the things that, – that is one of those scenes that still gets me to this day. And it's very hard to get me on anything because I'm – like I said, I'm a fucked up <laughs> shitty bastard. But, so it's like, you know, it really takes a lot. And that scene, for some reason, just really it's so just unnerving. Can crawl. It is. It is. Oh, yeah. It's so simple. It's such a simple scene. I, it, it blows my mind. But anyway, that's. It's just, this movie, it's one that you can't pay partial attention to because it's not going to pull you in like that. You, you know, it's like one right, of those right. videos on the internet where you're like watching this car go down a winding road and then this thing pops up and scares the shit out of you. Um, it's, it's like one of those things, you know, you just, you, you have to be invested in this and then it'll be so worth it because it's, it's really going to stick with you. That is such a, that's a good way to put that because you really do have to pay attention. And like I said, the first part may lose some people because it is a slow type, you know, let's talk about it for a long time, da, da, da. but it's, you really have to pay attention because watch the way that the people talk to the, do, the documentary makers and just, just uneasy feelings they give, you know, the vibes they give off and the way they look at them. And there's a scene where a lady's talking about it and she's, she's holding her child and her child keeps covering her mouth up. Which is a simple thing you think about it, but it's like also 
it's even a child knows that this mm-hmm. is fucked up, you know. And that to me just gets me every time. <laughs> All right, uh, let's uh, let's take a dive into All number right. two. We've got behind the mask: the rise of Leslie Vernon. Yes, Ooh, man. Thank you. Now this one is from 2006. This is the oldest movie on my list, actually, from 2006. Yeah, really? so you can see how relatively new the um, genre is. If you're a slasher fan, man, you've got to check this one out. It is so funny. It's it's a it's a, it's a horror comedy. So if that's not your thing, you might not jive with this one. But it's just pretty much based on this guy Leslie Vernon, and it's kind of showing how he gets ready for, to kill and and all the horror tropes that a lot of the slasher men do, like Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, uh, Jason Voorhees. It is just so funny, and it's it, it's thought out pretty intelligently behind these things. It shows him yep. doing aerobics and this and that and being really fast, <laughs> and then it's just the dumb things that they do in those movies. You know, he it, It's kind of explained why they do it a certain way. It's hilarious. And Zelda Rubenstein, this is her last movie. Yes, I know. That is so sad because you, you, you oh, love the little lady. And you know there's a the last one. You're like, oh, it's so sad. But she does a great job. And it. it's very creepy. It just kind of gives that vibe. You know, it kind of keeps, keeps the ball rolling with oh, yeah, the factor, Absolutely. So. And now, like, don't go into this movie yeah. expecting a slasher. I, I noticed I said slasher. But because there's not – you don't – it's not about the blood, guts, and kills. It's, a, it's, a, it's about the thought behind everything and why he does what he does. There is kind of a bloodbath at the end. Um, but – yeah, man, I would definitely advise this one out. This is for sure one of my favorite horror comedies. Oh, for sure. It's, yeah, it is one of the best. You're exactly right. Thanks, Good man. Choice. All right. Um, my my number two, and uh, I'll, I'll just be honest right out of the gate here. Um, I went to rewatch this for this podcast, and I haven't seen it in probably, it's probably been three or four years, and I could not find this film anywhere. Oh, you were any, telling me about you know, this one. I'm, I'm excited to figure out what it yeah, was. Any, <laughs> any streaming sites, you know, any, you know, put your patch on sites. Um, but like, I just can't find anywhere. So I think, well, I'll just kind of, you know, reminisce <laughs> about it and see if I can pull this off. But it's, uh, it's 2012's The Bay. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Dude, this is one of the best found footage films of all time, in my opinion. Um, it's, a lot of people may not even know about it. Um, and like I said, now it's almost impossible to find it. So if you've seen it, you know, congratulations if you haven't you're kind of <laughs> <Shit>. fucked <laughs> so, I, and I'm sure you can go buy it off somewhere but I just couldn't find it streaming anywhere uh, which I do want to buy it on Blu-ray so I think I'll actually pick it up here in a little while you said it's called The Michael but, um, Bay? no no <laughs> not The Michael <laughs> Bay there, there, there's no big explosions in Transformers uh, so. <laughs> darn it uh, I know there are big blue people either one but um, but uh, this movie t- it talks about a uh, a flesh eating bacteria that uh, attacks a uh, a town in, in in a bay, and I just remember the fact that the film just seemed like it it starts off you know kind of showing the town I think they're uh, celebrating I think it's like a big milestone in the town's history and everyone's kind of getting together and I guess the the uh, the CDC I think is has found something in their water supply. And it's kind of like a new story that's kind of swelling and, get, and gaining some some uh, some traction, and people start getting sick, and there's blood coming out of orifices. Ooh, my favorite. People freaking out. Yeah, dude, that's all the best ever. <laughs> and um, you know, bleeding eyes and bleeding ears and all that shit. That's that's yeah. fucking badass. But uh, but this film it it almost builds a panic from the very start, 
and at the end you just you feel dirty like your whole body just feels like you're just like ugh, oh, yeah. you know and which which is you know if, if a movie can make you feel like that then it's really like i, I feel that way job. normally in everyday life um, jerry uh, I'm sorry, man. I said, if you need, if you need a, that hug, is always available. Just, Dude, you're like 500 miles I'll fly away. My ass up there in two seconds. Ah, uh, you know, it's a few hours, and we deal. Um, oh. I'm a hugger. What can I say? Um, <laughs> you're so kind. <laughs> I try, <laughs> but but anyway, get back to yeah. <laughs> enough about our enough about our bromance. Um, yeah, but I, I wish I could talk more about this film because it really is a great movie. Um, it's it's I guess it's a very lesser known film some people may know about it some people may not but go find it wherever you can find it and watch it because it is definitely a must see for the found footage genre um like i said it's it's just it's another one of the slow burn movies i think and i think honestly all found footage are a slow burn in some aspect um but it's i think it's all the way it's done is how good the movie actually is and this one nails it perfectly because it has a uh, uh, just the I think it's a documentary maker is, is kind of telling his part of, you know, of the town and, and there's other parts of like the news kind of comes in and tells their part. And everyone kind of has like the little, you know, added information on what's happening. And it, it's just, it's a fantastic film. So just go check it out. To give that one a shot. Definitely. It's definitely worth the watch. Hmm, the Michael Bay. All right. Interesting. Not, not the Michael Bay. Oh. So let's, let's keep my <laughs> this is Michael Myers. Then, dude, add Michael Myers onto the Bay. Holy fuck, yeah. badass film right there. Next level. Bloodshedding bacteria and in a slasher. Oh, that's Holy a good fuck. idea, actually. We may, we may actually write that film. That's yeah. we heard it here. Yeah. But, uh, don't don't start to steal our ideas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's uh, let's tackle okay. number one. Yeah. This is the one I've been excited about. I think it's pretty interesting. None of us have the same one yet. I know. It's, I, I was very surprised. I thought we would definitely overlap, but I guess not. All right. Maybe, maybe. I mean, we still have number one, yes. so we never so, know. So, drum roll, please. <laughs> I can't do that at all. As above, so below. <laughs> I suck at that. Oh, nice. That's yeah, a good man, choice, from, man. From uh, 2014. I watched this movie right when it came out, and I absolutely loved it. Um, I've watched it several times over the years. I even decided to give it a rewatch. So it's fresh in my brain for this podcast. Dude, this movie is terrifying. Um, it, is. it just, I, it just really got under my skin. Uh, it's creepy as hell. It's got, it's got that same claustrophobic feeling I was talking about with the pyramid, except this one's actually a much better movie than the pyramid. It's just genuinely creepy as hell. Uh, it's about the, uh, Shit, what are the fucking things called in Paris? Uh, catacombs. Yeah, catacombs. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, life yeah, things. No, so um, <laughs> these people find out they're like treasure seekers or what have you. And they find out that there might be a hidden treasure in the catacombs of Paris. Now, if you don't know what the catacombs are, essentially it's a graveyard full of thousands and thousands and thousands of just bones. Yeah, a lot of bodies were moved to this underground layer to kind of build way for structures in Paris. So it's basically right. them going through here, and, and they get trapped underneath, underground. And, dude, it is just it's, – it's, it really takes a really, really kind of supernatural turn. And it's yeah. it's just creepy as hell, man. There's jump scares and there's genuine like what the fuck moments. I I watched this one with my girlfriend and dude, I would pay money to see her face again. Like it's the best thing when you watch a movie with somebody and you know a parts coming up and you're just watching them. 
that was totally me oh, in this yeah. movie, dude. It was I was so excited. And wait, wait, and when your girlfriend is not really, uh, she's she's becoming a horror fan, so she's not really there yet. So watching movies like that, oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah, she said this one made her so very anxious. So if you kind of like, oh, yeah, un- if you like those creepy, unnerving movies, definitely check this one out. And and I'm very happy to say that this one is currently on Netflix too. So I, I totally endorse yes. this one. I give this, I back this movie 100. percent This is another one that kind of didn't get a lot of good hype. Uh, coming out it, it kind of was called the shit movie this shit movie that you know was well, found yeah, footage exactly. you know I mean, people like to show up but footage, so. this is one that even if you watched it and didn't like it just just maybe give it an, another shot like i think i think that there's something in this movie that a lot of people would like and in terms of um a found footage movie there's so much that goes on it's it's very action-packed yeah. and and scared the hell out of me Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it just the, the setting itself, just the catacombs themselves, are just creepy as oh, fuck. Yeah. So, whether there's something down there or not, just being among all those bones, just just a very creepy thing, anyway. So, yeah, I totally agree. That's yeah, I'm glad you like that one. Very good pick. Well, now it's not for my number. Uh, oh yeah. And I'm just gonna say that you stole my thunder with your number two. Oh, my, number okay. one is behind the mask. The rise okay. Of the um, but like like you said, it's just it's a fantastic. I noticed you were film, quiet uh, too. I, know, I knew it. I fucking yeah. knew it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, and that's that's okay because, like you said, it's it, it is a very fantastic film. So I kind of figured you have it on your your list mm-hmm. anyway. But I thought, okay, well, you know, maybe you know, we'll see. But then it came up. I thought, okay, no, let's see what he's going to say about it. And there's some things you, uh, you know, some things that we could talk about about it that you didn't. Yeah, really touch and I actually yet, completely so. forgot this movie existed until like two days ago, and I was like. Fuck yeah! It's good. I was like, "What? How do you forget?" I was about so Leslie? stoked. I was like, "Yes, that counts as found footage." I'm so excited. I was really trying to find <laughs> that last movie to incorporate in here, and then I came up with that one, and I was like, "That's it." Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to give a shout out to Todd J. Awesome. Um, he this is his favorite film so far. He is the horror virgin, and he loves, loves, loves this film. Um, he actually also loves the actor that plays uh, Leslie, which is it Nathan ba- awesome. Beazle or Basil uh, or something? Yeah, dude, he's yes, a genius. Yeah, he is awesome. He is awesome. All right, so some things that maybe we didn't know about this movie since we didn't cover really that on your on your review. Let's uh, let's 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 talk about this for a minute. Okay, so when Leslie uh, first takes Taylor and her crew to meet Eugene, which Eugene uh, is also played by, where uh, he's he's played by the actor that was in Walking Dead that played Herschel. Oh yeah, Scott Wilson. Yeah, did anybody know that? Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, so the, the, uh, the car parked in Eugene's driveway is the same color, make and model as the cars seen, uh, in all the Sam Raimi, uh, movies. Oh, like the evil deads and stuff. Oh, no shit. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, it's the same, yeah, same one. So I thought oh, that was pretty cool. Um, and, and there's, there's a ton of hidden gems for all the horror fans. If you're paying attention, you'll see a lot of stuff in the background of these, but this movie, especially, which I think is just makes it even better than, than just the fact that the movie is just badass anyway. Um, yeah, someone told me that you'll notice the there's first... a scene of Kane Hodder walking into a house that like is labeled 1428 yeah, it's, it's... or something like that. Yeah, no, yeah, it is the house. It is it's the house everyone goes to. It's the Nightmare on Elm Street house. Yeah, <laughs> sweet. Because like, like he's like, sir, you please tell us about this, and he just walks in the front door. And just, yeah, <laughs> Typical <laughs> Kane fan. It is, and, that, and that's a perfect, you know, perfect kind of you know meld of both those movies, you know, put into this one. It's actually just fantastic. So, uh, but it, the first time I interview Eugene and his wife. Uh, in the background is you'll see the puzzle box on the table behind him. 
from the Hellraiser movies. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing that the first time I saw it. I was like, oh my god, this is a fucking puzzle box. Yeah, it's see, it's ass. funny because like, the things when, you're mentioning, even I didn't notice. Yeah, but it's like, and you need to go back and watch it again and look for these things. And you're like, oh yeah, that's fucking cool. Be honest, I did see that the first time. I'm like, oh my god, this is from, from Hellraiser. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty badass, so... Okay, so then also uh, Doc Halloran, which is the I guess his his Ahab yeah. that he gets in the movie. <laughs> yeah, that they talk about. If you know what that is, you'll watch the movie. You'll figure it out. Uh, it's almost identical to that of Donald Pleasant's uh, Doctor Loomis. Yeah, Halloran I noticed that, like the tan overcoat and yep. shit. Yeah, yeah, almost identical to him. Which, which of course, it's it, it's no homage to all the great slasher films. So um, that's what makes this movie just awesome. So. Uh, but we talked about Zelda as well. I mean, that's uh, she is an icon from horror films that her, her creep will, will forever creep us out. <laughs> and, uh, I, I do miss, we don't really have anyone like that, you know, in today's films. Cause she was genuinely just a great person. I I've heard and just creepy as shit. Yeah, too. So that's, that's just a, it's a horrible loss for the horror community. But, uh, anyway, I won't, I won't bore you with any more, <laughs> uh, any more facts in the movie, but, but definitely go, go check this movie out because it, it is, it is the best that there, there are a lot of, movies we didn't include in this in this podcast so far for our top fives that are also really 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 great found footage films uh, did you have any that you wanted to to throw in the um i just kind of want to we... elaborate on cannibal holocaust um yeah i just yeah. i okay, i don't like that movie you don't like I'll just it tell you right now i don't like it did you no, watch the uh like the censored version or the uncensored with the animal stuff the uncensored yeah. version and and I wasn't really aware that that was in it. I kind of thought, oh, uncensored, maybe, you know, some added, added footage. Well, yeah, the added footage is what pissed me off the most. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, man, it's it's some hairy stuff. It's it's stuff that, like, you won't forget. So if – I know you have a lot of those horror people out there like, ooh, nothing will get to me, you know, nothing scares me. Like, l- there's real animal killing in this movie. There, There's a, wa- there's a wombat. There's – there's a, I think there's something with a monkey. There's a turtle. Now, I, I'm pretty sure the turtle is the worst. Yep, Ugh. I was gonna say, I bet you 100% remember the turtle scene because that is awful. I'm not gonna go into detail of what they do to this turtle, but no. everything is on screen, and it's. I, I don't want to say this is an important movie to see because I wouldn't really advise anyone to watch it. But at yeah. the same time, I, I do think it's important in the horror community because it it laid out a lot of groundwork. There's there's a lot of the found footage scene that we were talking about. This movie's from 1980. It yeah. wasn't really popularized yeah. until almost two decades later with Blair Witch Project in 1999. You know? Yeah, you're right. And, and it's also worth noting, too, the movie is really about this news team or whatever that goes into an indigenous tribe's land, so to speak, and they're fucking with them and they're being assholes. And they yeah. even set their tribe, their uh, houses on fire or some shit. Like, like who, who's, who's going to do this? Like, no one's this much of a dick. Fucking dick. Yeah. yeah exactly. And then they finally snap and they kill all of them and then eat their genitals. So, which, which that's I, karma, I, I, right? That was the best part of the film for me. That's the best part that's of the film. Karma. Me, honestly, I was rooting for those people just to eat the shit out of their genitals. Yeah. So. Don't you touch those turtles. Exactly. Fuck you. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I agree with you. The fact that it is a, an important film to watch um, because it is an important piece of history in the horror community. At the same point, it's just really hard to watch and it's really hard to stomach what they do to these animals. Um, but I, I hate the movie, but like I said, I do find it to be somewhat oh, yeah. important. And there is a censored and version I, too without all the animal cruelty. 
True, true. But just knowing the fact they did it just really just kind of oh yeah makes me sick to my without a but, doubt. Yeah, yeah. But uh, let, let's yeah, let's move on. Huh? I'm kind of done talking. Next. About <laughs> yeah, um, a couple of movies I wanted to, to mention that are are truly like B found footage films that you just need to check out. I'm not going to go into detail about them, but I think that you need to go check out. Um, there's the den that I think is still on Netflix. Um, it's like, uh, it's like a film from a laptop type thing. Uh, kind of the same way the uh, unfriended. Oh, I liked unfriended that, um, actually. Yeah. So that was actually really good. A good movie as well. Those two were kind of shot the same way. Um, one of the recent ones I watched too, I can't think I think it was, uh, I think it was missing. I think is it Megan is missing. Um, yes. Okay. Yes. And that was a really good one as well. Also filmed from like that. It, it kind of goes back and forth, but it was also like that film from the laptop. Type yeah. thing. Uh, that was a new thing they kind of pulled out just recently, which I thought was a very interesting way to, to, to film those, those films. But, uh, but, uh, that good one. Uh, another one, uh, well, real quick, talking all- about, oh. um, unfriended that is yeah. when that movie came out, I waited so long to watch it just because I was like, I was thinking, Oh, you know, this is just another, movie jumping on the bandwagon of pretending like it's horror. Right, um, right. You know, just to popularize in the masses and, and make itself important. So I held off a long time on watching that movie, but once I finally watched it, I was like, this is this is a pretty good movie. And and, and I don't mean to just like put on the backpack and, you know, as everyone else and kind of parade this movie, but I I think it was very kind of unique. It was it was very fun. I like I really enjoyed all the, the kind of newish things that they introduced in that movie but yeah that's that's all i got to say about that <laughs> no no i no, i agree it was i really did enjoy that film too a lot of just and, and the kind of way that they were doing like the the, the scene of the scene where the, the guy gets his hand cut up i won't say how but the way it kind of cuts in and out mm-hmm. of that where it's almost like you don't really see, you see it but you don't see it and it, it's almost like it would really happen that way in real life which is really freaky oh so, yeah the editing uh, really worked so that. well in that movie yes yeah very well i totally agree um, one that I do want to mention that is a very unique take on the film footage genre is uh, Digging Up the Marrow uh, by Adam Green. Uh, Adam Green is a, a director. He did a hat, um, Hatchet and he did uh, Frozen. Yeah, not the one with the, the two sisters. <laughs> oh, the good one, so, you're saying. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, exact good one, exactly. Yeah. And having having daughters, I've seen the Disney version so many times, I want to kill myself. Um, I, I really I do. I still haven't even watched but, that uh, movie, actually, believe it or not. Don't ever watch it. Just, You've probably uh, watched it more enough for, for both of us, huh? And for everyone else, too. So just, yeah, just if you ever want to watch that movie, just don't say, Jerry, watch it for me and just move on. <laughs> Enjoy your life. <laughs> uh, but that would be so great for the fact that it kind of, kind of gives a, a history to monsters almost uh it's been a while since i've seen it but it's almost like it's about a hole in the ground where monsters live and that's where monsters kind of come i from. see i love movies that are and, like based in reality and then they take this yeah. extreme fantasy turn it I, and yes, it does this movie's really fantastic yeah i really did enjoy it a lot so definitely check that out if you're an adam green fan it's one of his best films so um that's yeah i really loved it uh of course i uh, now rewatched uh paranormal activity last night for, for the first time in a long time it's it yeah yeah i hear you it's just kind of <laughs> eh, you know it's not it kind of rubs you the right way and then it kind of rubs you the wrong way and then it kind of takes itself too seriously and then it kind of yeah uh, i don't even know it's just kind of is what it is but it's uh, but honestly i do think it's an essential found footage film for the fact that it kind of was one of those you know foundation layers 
for the genre. But oh, yeah, uh, it started off like a whole other level. Like like we mentioned with Blair yeah. Witch Project and then Cloverfield, and then this was the one after that that was kind of really, really, truly blew up. Well, yeah, shit, it was really the most did. profitable movie of all time, I think. Yeah, at one point. Yeah, yeah, I knew they filmed it for like a dime and a penny, and then all of a sudden they're raking in half a billion dollars or some crazy shit. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it's funny, you're rewatching it, you really do see how low budget it Yeah, really and, is. and that's what kind of it's, took me yeah. out of this movie, was like, I'm watching it, and like, a door slams, and they show these promos of all these people freaking out in the theaters, like, talking how mm-hmm. terrifying this movie is, and I'm just watching that door slam, I'm like, it's just a fucking door slamming, like, I don't like this, yeah, isn't but, scary. Yeah, but Kevin, Kevin, think, Kevin, think about it, though, we, we're we two fucked up individuals. Yeah, see, that's true. Like, like that, see, that doesn't, we're so jaded that it really doesn't matter to us, Now, maybe it really was, you know, like a, a really freaky thing for people that aren't used to horror. Yeah. But, you know, again, we're we're fucked up, and you know, <laughs> don't really think things are scary anymore. So. Yeah. Especially, I'm I'm so fucking old that like, you know, <laughs> you, 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 you'd have to go back to like you know the biblical days to scare me with anything, you know? <laughs> the fucking plague or something. You know, here comes Moses with the damn ten commandments. Uh, not the black plague again. <laughs> Just got rid of that. Damn it. <laughs> but uh, anyway, all right. Uh, moving on to a couple mm. more. Um, there's two that that follow the haunted house genre a little bit. Uh, the houses that October built and Hell House LLC, uh, both of those are fantastic haunted house found footage films. I think that, uh, Hell House LLC is a little better. Um, it follows a group of document, or actually, I'm sorry, it follows a group that are going to open this this house up as a haunted house, and it has a it's actually a hotel, and it's uh, it has a rich history of ghosts in it. Now, if you've seen the second one, you'll know they kind of tell more of the history behind the actual the hotel and what happened there, which second one was pretty good. I think they went a little too far with this was kind of describing what happened, getting a little too much, but the first one is really, really good because it's very kind of vague. And the way that it's filmed, um, gives you just that, the creep factor on that one. I was talking about the creep factor. Um, it really just sucks you in and just makes you feel just weird the whole time. I just, I love the way that makes me, makes me feel. Yeah. It plays out like, kind um, of like a TV documentary, like with like yeah, interviews exactly. and whatnot. Yeah. In, in that scene where, uh, I guess the guy's walking through and kind of showing the, the, you know, the I guess the path they're going to walk. And it shows like, like the guy, you know, the, the dude with the, the ghost of the uh, clown mask, he's standing in the hallway and he goes, Oh dude, you know, he's scared the crap out of me. And then it, it was it was the one from downstairs. He thought that it was like I guess it was the one he put the mask on, and then all of a sudden he's gone, or his head turns, or whatever. That that, that freaked me the fuck out. Yeah, that was yeah, stuff. very well filmed. Um, but yeah, go, those definitely go check those out because those are two really good haunted house uh, found footage films. Yeah, I watched Hell House uh, for the first time in preparation for this, and man, I just couldn't yeah. get into it. Really? Um, yeah, I found it very similar to Houses That October Built, except that Houses That October Built almost. It, I, I liked that they were going different places and, and it was a new True. environment and it was very much a documentary style and it, it wasn't so much of like a staple horror film. It was more like a documentary with horror undertones. Um, Hell, yeah. Hell House, I feel like, definitely tried to do the, the, the horror before a documentary, if that makes sense. Yeah, something um, like that, yeah. But yeah, just kind of watching, I was just, I was just a little bored. Um, it's all about the mood you are in when you watch movies, I guess, and when I was True. watching this one, I was just kind of like, this is the 10th found footage movie I watched. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, all right, I'm done with this. Yeah. 
but but also Hell House also gives you that, and I, I was I mentioned before, I was going to say before, uh, it gives you that sense of claustrophobia as well. It kind of gives you that closed-in feeling where you're kind of trapped. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they don't really want to leave the house because you know they're going to set this haunted house up, and they can't really just abandon it because they're supposed to, supposed to make all this money from it. So it's like, you know, okay, well, do we leave or do we stay? Or no, we got we got we got to stay. We got to stay. And then it's just like shit just goes fucking awry. But like I said, it, you know, either you're into it or you're not. And, and some people just don't uh, don't know what good movies are. <laughs> oh, Jesus, God. <laughs> My heart. It, it took you a second to catch on with that one. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it hurt me like that, but okay. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know. It's all about love. Except, except for, you know, that one movie we won't mention again. <laughs> you know, you're, you're not that bad. I won't mention it again just because we already mentioned it like ten times. <laughs> <laughs> it's making him like a like an inside joke or something. Yeah, for real. Um, all right, so the last one, or guys, oh, there's two more I want to mention. Um, the Last Exorcism, which I wanted to include on our possession episode, yeah. but this one is a really well done um, possession exorcism film. Uh, have you seen it before? Yeah, yeah. This is another one that kind of transcends two genres. You, you've got the found yep. footage, and you also have the possession slash demon aspect. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 and it's almost like it's, it, it covers it very well, but it also covers the fact of a, a priest that's kind of like, okay, I'm done with this shit. You know, I, my life has kind of been taken over by this and I'm ready to be done. And, and this is the last one I'm going to do. Of course, since the name last exorcism. Oh shit. But you know, that's where it came so from. it's like, yeah. So it's like, yeah. Thanks. His, his name's uh, cotton, isn't it? I think, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway. Well, my name's polyester. Wow, that was a that was that was a dad joke right there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, you're not even a dad. That's pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you. You are setting it up nicely for future events, my friend. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, we digress. Yeah. Um, the creepiness of this movie and some of the shots that they use to kind of uh, push it all forward just really uh, kind of glue it glue it together as it's a very very well done uh, found footage film for for that kind of you know, subgenre of the subgenre. So uh, definitely check that one out. It's a, uh, it's a really good. Yeah. One. I really enjoyed that one too. Yeah. Yeah. And all right, the last one I'm going to mention, I know we've kind of dug this out for a long time, but there's so many that are just, just really well done movies. Uh, you've probably seen it. The Poughkeepsie tapes. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's, I'm not going to go into too much detail about that movie because it is a very mysterious film in itself. Uh, I'm just going to say that. What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, it, that movie is it's fucked up. It does a documentary this, style as well. Yes, but there's, it almost seems like there's just a lot more going on, and, oh, man. and it's just really fucked up, and kind of goes into the human psyche and how a human can be broken. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's very well put because it, uh, from start to finish, that movie just creeps me the fuck out, and I just the scene where the, the that person's crawling up on that woman that's tied up on the pipe or whatever mm-hmm. with that mask on its head. Oh, dude, that fucked me up, man. That's 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 just. See, it's it's little small things that creep me out. It's just it's weird. It's the because, subtlety, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like you could chop someone's head off front and be like, eh, you know, whatever. But if you're gonna like creep up on someone in like a you know a white mask with a you know dress all in black, fuck that shit. That <laughs> <laughs> triggers know? you. Yeah, dude, it's fucking weird. <laughs> Don't ever do that to me ever again. Or period, Kevin. Seriously, <laughs> I will stab your ass. Oh, I know what I'm doing next time I go to Nashville. <laughs> Oh, fantastic. Where's my gun? <laughs> well, all right. So that, that wraps that part up because I know we, we went a little too far on that. Uh, There's just so many I wanted to mention though that are just really well-made films that you need to check out and if you haven't already. so Yeah, yeah. Well, it looks like we're at the end of the episode, which do you know what that means? 
Um, I think we're going to cover something that you want that, that you actually excel in, right? Yes, it looks like it is your boy's uh, shit pick of the week. Hey, kids, it's time for Kevin's shit pick of the week. Yes, all right, all right. So this is the part that everyone's waiting for, right? They want to they they tune into this podcast to listen to me talk about one movie within a certain genre that I just can't stand. That is my shit pick of the week. Yep. Do you have any guesses to what my shit pick may be? And uh, we actually didn't even touch it yet. Really? See, like we've said before, there's so many just really bad, bad found footage films. This so, one's honestly, popular too, man. Really? This one is directed um, by one of the best directors of all time. Ooh, ah, uh, shit. Right, let me think for a second. Um, damn, you know, I, I'm, I'm stumped. You stumped me with your shitty pick. <laughs> Well, my shit pick of the week is Diary of the Dead. Ooh. Yes. Dude, I actually fully, fully, fully agree with this. Yes, um, George A. Romero directed this movie in 2007, and the world would have been better if he didn't. Totally. Uh, this is one he could have left out and just left it for to shit pick. Dude, like, <laughs> I was just miserable watching this one. And it's like, I, yeah. I, I honestly wanted to give it a shot, and I'm just watching it. Nothing happens. And, yeah. and I mean... I mean, bless George A. Romero and all his work, you know, it speaks for itself. But, like, in the later years, he did have a lot of movies that just weren't, didn't pan up to his previous successes. And, unfortunately, this one wasn't even close to being a decent movie, at least you know, in my I, opinion. I, no, I, no, I definitely agree with the fact that as he got older, I think his ability to make films kind of waned. And it's really sad because, you know previous movies that he made before these were uh, just were really really good but it just seems like some you just could see the uh, the steady decline of the way that he kind of viewed his own genre you know oh, it's, yeah. it was really kind of depressing so i would have loved to see him branch out and not get stuck on you know the whole like feeling like he had to be in the whole dead universe his whole yeah, life he was, yeah he was typecast definitely he typecast himself in the fact of you know that this zombie director so yeah but talking about george a romero and his films may be a future episode so i yes. uh, don't want to talk about too much about it now yeah well all right, we'll stop we'll stop because that is definitely a huge huge genre we can talk about uh, or just uh, just him and himself so yeah yeah i agree yeah. i agree on that so pretty much to sum it all up diary of the dead should just be called Diarrhea of the Dead because that is the biggest shit pick of the week. Yes, it was a very good shit pick of the week too. I agree. That was, that's not as not as good as Demon Wind, but uh, <laughs> that was not my shit pick. <laughs> you right. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was. Was it not? <laughs> I think it was my number two in Demons. I mean, it was definitely my shit pick. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, we had sure fun. People... We had fun this oh, episode. This... This was a fantastic episode. I was looking forward to watching these films. I only got to watch a couple of them, but I'm definitely going to go back and watch some that I didn't get to see. I'm going to buy the Bay on D on a Blu-ray. I mean, so I'm going to watch that definitely. Yes, and you got to check that out. I'll actually buy it and I'll, I'll ship it to you so you can watch it as well. Oh too, fuck so. yeah, that's what's up. There you go. I got you back, boy. I'll give you my uh, Netflix password so you can uh, watch As Above, So Below. Dude, I got Netflix. Anybody, anybody oh well, then you amateur? can watch it on your own. Am <laughs> I amateur? Come on, man. I'm, 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 I'm a podcaster. I'm a movie podcaster. <laughs> Got my shit in order. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll be. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I try. I'm old as shit, but I can still, I can still hang with the onions. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. <laughs> if you couldn't tell, it's a little late. We're on our last wind here. So seriously, I, uh, we're we're gonna wrap this up right about now. Um, you can uh, you can find us on social media. <laughs> we fucking live on Instagram. So yes. go hit us up on Instagram. Our uh, our page. 
uh, I'm sorry, our, our podcast page. <laughs> Damn, what the fuck is wrong with me? Our podcast page is it's a horror podcast. Um, <laughs> what 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 is yours? Tell me your uh, your personal one. Mine is slashing captain, and mine is the shape of revenge. Um, we have decided <laughs> collectively to let our Twitter die. It's time. Um, like, should we play taps for? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just no one likes us on Twitter, so fuck you, Twitter. <laughs> Whatever. Well, here you go. Whoever we'll keep it up for one more week. Whoever likes it, we will give a shout out next week. Yes, that's a good idea. Yeah. I like that idea. Very good. I'll, I'll make sure I check that. And uh, if the one person, I think we have one follower on there. So. I, I'm going to be pissed if no one does it. I'll be like, ah. No one loves us, man. No one loves us. <laughs> so sad. But, uh, but anyway, so uh, I digress again. Uh, Facebook, you can find us. Uh, it's a horror podcast. And we've actually got a little bit of a following on Facebook. Not not you know huge, but it's actually more than just. We're getting person, there. So. Yeah. yeah, we're getting there. But, uh, you know, Facebook, like you said, is for old people and political discussions. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, and. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we digress. Yeah, exactly. Um, just a couple of shout outs I want to give. Of course, I'd like to shout out the podcast I listen to The Horror Virgin. You fucking rock. Music uh, City Horror. Again, you guys are just amazing. And uh, The Horror Basements, uh, Jim Jam and the guys over there, you guys are just fucking awesome. And, uh, and I can't wait to, to hear all the episodes from all the podcasts I just mentioned. Uh, you guys are just the best. Uh, also, we did a review on the latest Jordan Peele movie, Us. So if you have watched that movie, because it is spoiler heavy, go check that uh, episode out. Let us know what you think about that, especially. Um, we have, I think we have a post on our Instagram page, so go uh, comment on that. Let us know what you thought about it. But I think that's about does it for this week. Um, I can't think of anything else to talk about. I'm just about to pass out. So, <laughs> All right, so I guess that about does it for us this week. Uh, my name is Jerry. I'm Kevin. And we'll see you next time. Later.